If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, creatures of the night. Mm. I'm not a creature of the night. I am so a creature of the morning. But our target audience is. I mean, you're going to tell me our listeners don't like go on deep dives and YouTube rabbit holes at three in the morning. I mean, come on. I don't know. The ones that are up at 7 a.m. listening to us, uh, probably not. But hey, sometimes I like to do both. I love a good like 3 a.m. to 7 a.m. Absolutely not. Yeah, It's it's a great time. So let's 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 do the dang thing here. Let's do the dang thing. Yeah, let's. Um, I feel like I sound weird, but whatever. As long as you don't sound underwater. I feel like I just get a more more of a, a little more of an echo than you do. I don't hear an echo. Like just when we, like I don't know. It sounds like it's is it clipping or something? It's not. I don't know why. It just sounds a little like sharp to me. But sharp. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Um, but I do think your audio generally sounds better, but I think that's just because of the angles that we're sitting at. Because no, of, it's definitely because I am better. It's because there's an alcove be, behind Maddie um, that I'm kind of facing alcove. that echoes Water. back. Gosh, okay. Whatever helps you sleep at night. Well, um, that being said, I think it's time for me to apologize for all of the horribleness that was mm. Maddie's episode. Sure. But I have pared it down to two. Oh, how kind. So first, I would really, really like to apologize for the horrible German that Maddie spewed, as well as some of the, you know, implications of what was happening in Germany that Maddie did seem to gloss over a little bit. She was just like, yeah, whatever. And also, I am very, very, very sorry for Maddie's absolute flop of a song reference that was lame at best and invalid at worst. You did. I let you off the hook for Up All Night. Up All Night did reference my episode, though. I said, because this is a... But so did mine. No, you, no, it didn't. This is absurd. It. Let me rephrase. It It referenced the content of my episode. Yours did not reference but the content. But we didn't say it had to reference the content. We just said you have to have a song reference in the episode. See, when we established the rules, though, that was my understanding of it. It was heavily implied. And hence, when I put the poll on the Instagram, I said the 
implications set forth by the bit. So I'm putting a dollar in the jar because I don't care enough to argue about this one. Lovely. I love winning arguments by default. It happens a lot. Mm. People just get tired of talking to me. I could be that girl and bring in politics here, but I won't. No, I I was setting, I really set you up to just roast me there and you let it go. So you missed your opportunity. It's okay. I didn't want it. Well, how about this opportunity? Okay. November 12th. Love it. 1966. Great year. Clendenin. Sure. Clendenin, West Virginia. Ah. We're in a cemetery. Of course. Um, there are five grave dig- Oof. There are five grave diggers working. Mm-hmm. As they do. We're in a cemetery at night digging graves, all right? Right. Just to set the scene. As they do. All of a sudden, a huge figure flies overhead. Superman. You're not that far off. Batman. Closer. Robin. <laughs> um, further. They later described this as a, quote, brown human being, um, or kind of like a man-like shadowy figure flying from the trees. I recently told you about this, so I'm expecting you to guess it at some point. Is it the worm thing? Worm man? Is that his name? (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? Worm man, everyone. (laughs) Coming to theaters near you. It's not worm man. (laughs) Newest addition to the MCU, Worm Man. <laughs> so anyway. Get out of here, Paul Rudd. <laughs> no, Paul Rudd can also play Worm Man. Oh, yeah. Care, a metamorphosis. <laughs> We're going to Kafka it. <laughs> I hate that book. Do not even get me started. I love the metamorphosis. Why does that not So me? much. You, of course, you would be fascinated by a book where a man goes on... <laughs> A journey of finding himself by becoming a cockroach. Like, you know, of course, he's Does he even book. really find himself? I think he just no, kind of gives really up. No, he really just surrenders. Yeah. It's existentialism. It's, so been, it was, right. it's been a long time since I've read it, but I do remember drawing a comic on the back of an exam um, for extra credit, and it was yeah. just like... Sounds about right. It was like, thank the Lord our son is dead. <laughs> I mean, if you've read... If you've read it, his you know what I mean. His sister is the worst. But his whole family's the worst. Anyway. Well, especially his sister. Okay. N- no, we're not. This has nothing to do with Franz Kafka. It has nothing to do with worms. But three days later, two young cock... <gasps> Mothman. She's gotten it. That's wrong bug. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I meant. <laughs> Mothman. Oh, my goodness. All right. Okay. I'm ready anyway. Three days later, two young married couples from Point Pleasant were driving. I love that place. Point Pleasant? Yeah, I've been there. Isn't it? That's not in That's not in West Virginia, though. Yes, it is. There's a Point Pleasant, South Carolina. I was going to say, if you have been and to Point, Point Pleasant, Georgia. It's like, if you have been to Point Pleasant, West Virginia, you would know what I'm talking about I here. Think you it's would a, know the whole story. I think it's a highly refurbished, um, or re, not refurbished, a recycled name in southern oh. places. <laughs> okay. Because I know a I didn't lot know where you're getting at with that. Well, I, I'm sorry, I'm done. Yeah, okay. We've not even made it to the first real paragraph of my notes here. So these two young couples are Roger and Linda Scarberry, or I think it's more like Scarberry, but whatever. I've heard it said Scarberry, but that doesn't seem right to me. And Steve and Mary Mallet. Now, according to their report, around midnight, the couple saw a gray, quote, man-sized bird-like creature in the TNT area, unquote. And the TNT area was a former World War II munitions facility that stored explosives in bunkers that they called igloos. 
Um, they basically looked like concrete igloos, kind of, but they were like they were bunkers. They're kind of underground. And this TNT area was contaminated by hazardous waste um, and the byproducts of explosives. So you know, probably not the safest area at the time. Um, and the couple speculated that the creature could be living inside of the vacant nuclear power plant. So, right. you know, we Makes got sense. hazardous waste. We got abandonment. It's all there for a cryptid. And maybe even um, some top secret things happening there. Well, sure. Why not? Why not? And they reported their experience to the police. And when they were met with suspicion, they said that they had not been drinking. They made that clear. And they described the creature as being six or seven feet tall with a 10-foot wingspan and eyes that glowed red when headlights were shown on them. So they were, like, reflective. All right. Um, and it appeared to be very afraid of the of the light, like, of their headlights. Mm. They say that they saw it standing three separate times, and then it flew, and they claimed that it followed them very fast. Their guess was about 100 miles per hour, but that the creature was a very clumsy runner. Hmm. I love that. I'm also a clumsy I love runner. that. I, I'm just picturing this seven-foot-tall that's Man, quite a descriptive like police report. Winged creature just fumbling along. Like that's a very descriptive police report. It is. It's a very descriptive report. Um, Almost too descriptive. <laughs> so after going downtown, they turned around and they went back. They just didn't really believe what they had seen, and I don't know. Maybe it was on their way back home. And they said that the creature appeared as if it had been waiting for them to return. So they did see it again. And Roger noted that if he had been alone, he wouldn't have told anybody. He kind of would have would have passed it off as, like, tiredness or his eyes playing tricks on him or, like, being like, oh, no, yeah. I didn't see anything. But there were four people, like, four mm-hmm. grown adults who saw it yeah. and all tell the same story who saw the same thing. Yeah, at that point, it's like, maybe I'm not crazy. Right. And they went back to be like, did we really see that? And yeah. they saw it again. The last time that they saw the creature, it was standing by a farm gate when the bird ascended straight up into the air as they heard a wing flapping noise. Does it make a sound? Have they heard sounds yet? There's no like screech. There are varying reports. I actually didn't include that in here, but if I remember correctly, it's like kind of high pitched actually. What sound does a moth make? No. Where is that sound coming from? Is that from know. their mouths, it from just, their wings? It just felt like a moth noise. Okay. Um, all right. Well, if I yeah, I think I remember saying that someone said it sounded like a field mouse. Like it's kind of high-pitched, which is weird. Hmm. Um, but these were the first two sightings of the creature that came to be known as the Mothman. Dun, dun, dun. Indeed. Within only three days of these initial sightings, the Gettysburg Times wrote that eight more people reported similar sightings, including two volunteer firemen. Because hmm. why not include that detail? A contractor. It's very specific. I know. <laughs> but then there's also a contractor, so, you know, shaking things up a bit. Uh, his name was Newell Partridge, and he lived about 100 miles north of Point Pleasant. Was, was he in a pear tree? And a partridge in a pear tree. There is my song reference. It is explicitly related to the episode. Although technically you have to have one. When you made, when you said, so. is, was he in a pear tree? My initial physical reaction was to like 
treat you like a laptop and slam you closed. And I, <laughs> but I completely understand. I don't know that. like what that would have looked like, but that's um, that was my like physical reaction. Unfortunately, I can't do that, so I have to just punch me in the face. Bear with <gasps> you. Hey, guys, she just punched me. She just punched me in the face. This is defamation, and I'm about to punch you with a lawsuit. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. no That's what I thought. So, Newell here, Mr. Partridge, if you will, who lived 100 miles north of Point Pleasant, reported that one night his TV started displaying strange patterns and sounds mm. while his dog got very worked up about something outside. Mm. So he went, what? Maisie got very worked up the other day. Was it Was it Mothman? <gasps> But she was barking at my, like, hallway. Is Mothman in our home? I hope so. I hope so. Mothman. Mothman. Maybe that's who we've had creepy interactions with in this Moth home Mothman. I'd be okay with that. I w- Mothman, where are you? Show yourself, please. All I want for Christmas is Mothman. And a partridge in a pear tree. No. <laughs> I want a Mothman in a pear tree. Okay? All right, we'll see what I can do. He, unfortunately, has not appeared here. Um, I think we would notice if a seven-foot-tall moth-man hybrid suddenly appeared. Unfortunately, he hasn't. Not that I can see anywhere, sadly. So, again, I tried to tell this little this little bit here of Newell Partridge. Try to get to the end of it this time. I won't say anything. All right, 100 miles north of Point Pleasant. TV making strange patterns and sounds. His dog got worked up about something outside. So he went outside and shined his flashlight into a field. When he did, he saw a creature with big eyes that he described as red bicycle reflectors. Then his dog's hair stood straight up and took off. He took off into the field. Unfortunately, he never saw the dog again, and he believed that all of this had something to do with Mothman. Hmm. That, like, Mothman lured his dog out or took his dog. Maybe Mothman eats dogs. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know, but there was just a bunch of weird stuff that was happening. His dog definitely saw something and just ran toward it, ran toward it, and there were glowing red eyes. So sightings continued for about a year, um, but pretty much stopped in December of 1967. Okay, so a year? Yep. Okay. Um, Close to a year, a little over a year. So on December 15th, the Silver Bridge, which carried Route 35 over the Ohio River and connected Point Pleasant, West Virginia, to Ohio— collapsed during rush hour Mm. 46 people died and two of those bodies were never recovered now although the collapse of the bridge was officially attributed to faulty suspension um, specifically just one singular eye bar that was faulty um, many people thought that it was connected to mothman well naturally naturally and in fact there's an author Mr. John Keel, who wrote a book called The Mothman Prophecies that basically suggests that people saw the Mothman as a form of like a premonition or a bad Mm -hmm. omen preceding the tragedy. There's even a movie starring Richard Gere and Laura Linney that is based on this book. No way. I have not watched it, but I really want to. That might be what we're doing tonight. (laughs) And a couple other people have speculated that reported sightings correlate with major disasters and tragedies worldwide. Wow. In his book, Keel also mentions the men in black, um, who some people reported seeing or interacting with during the same time as the Mothman sightings. Mm. And 
These men in black, as you can guess, would supposedly keep people quiet after they had seen something that they were not supposed to see, right. including Mothman. And apparently, at least one woman said that the men in black erased pieces of her memory. Where does Slenderman fit into all this? He doesn't. Is he a cryptid? Slenderman is a creepypasta. Excuse me? Well, I know... He was a, he originated on the internet. Right, but so he's like not, so not a cryptid. I mean, I guess he's kind of become a cryptid. Okay, I was just curious. Yeah, I know he was kind of just... He, he, he was, was a like complete a, internet creation. Yes, okay, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's a poster that describes the MIB sightings in Point Pleasant, and I'm going to read it to you. Who were the men in black? Who were these persons unknown that frequented the small town of Point Pleasant? Well, let's start with a description of the MIB. They are said to... What? They're men in black. Okay. Yeah, that that kind of... That's that's really where I thought they were going to go with this article, but... I need you to take this seriously, Mm. because this is serious. Mm, The Mothman. This is real. Mothman is real. This is important information for the world to know. Continuing with the poster. They are said to drive large and always black old-fashioned cars that resemble Lincolns and Cadillacs with strange logos and insignias. The MIB were always impeccably dressed from head to toe in black suits, white shirts, black ties, and black shoes, which all appeared to be perfect in appearance. Their hair is jet black and shiny, and their skin is said to be without blemish, and some reports have stated almost translucent. They are said to have had dark features. Some were reported as having an Oriental or Eastern European look, with expressionless faces and movements that sometimes appear to have been robotic in nature. They usually traveled in groups of two or three and had a knack for knowing things about the witnesses that they taunted, things that only the witnesses knew. There were even reports of them being masters of illusion by way of being able to make themselves appear and disappear without trace. Some thought they were aliens. Some thought they were government agents. Some thought they were from a spiritual realm. Whoever they were, they left a strong impression on those who witnessed these mysterious men when they roamed the streets of Point Pleasant. And some thought they killed aliens. No, they just erase your memory about aliens. I was making a reference to the movie. They also erase your memory about aliens uh, in the movie. Yeah, I guess. Which is more at what they're pointing at here. I like here. the kill aliens part. Okay. So this one's a little more um, nefarious. That they're not really, like, protecting people from aliens. Mm, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of the vibe I get. As much as they are, Agreed. like, protecting the government or a different realm or whatever it may be. But after the bridge collapsed, the reported sightings essentially stopped, at least for a bit. As a whole, the sightings declined, but after a while, sightings started again, both in Point Pleasant and all over the world. Well, of course, all over the world. Yes. Duh. Yes. And as I mentioned earlier, a lot of these reports have been leading up to tragedies. One of the more recent ones that has gotten a little bit more attention was uh, um, was in the end of 2016. One man who was new to Point Pleasant, he had just moved there, um, I believe it was for work, he's very new to the area, reported seeing a mysterious creature that he described in a way that fit the description of Mothman very well, mm-hmm. um, jumping from tree to tree, but claimed that he did not know about the cryptid or its local importance until he had um, kind of shared his experience. And people were like, yeah, that's Mothman. Duh. <laughs> Duh. He even took pictures oh, of boy. the creature. Of course he took pictures. And he was adamant that they were not edited or photoshopped. That's 2016. 
They were edited in Photoshop. First of all. Sorry. First of all, I don't appreciate your skepticism. Second of all, somewhere I have the pictures. All right, so here's one of them. That looks like Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> a little bit. They just photoshopped a black image Wait. of Buzz here's Lightyear. The here's the other one. I'm just going to mute it and let it play. That is a bird. The first one does not look like a bird, though. No, I, that, the first one looks like Buzz Lightyear. I don't know. Tell I think he's pretty... not saying to infinity and beyond. He doesn't have anything over his head or anything like that. Where's his gear? That's Mothman. Undeniably, that is a Mothman. Absolutely not. It is undeniably Mothman. No. Maddie's a Mothman denier. Correct. Do you think the 2016 sighting was perhaps an omen for COVID? No. Hmm. Disagree. Although there were things that happened in 2016. That's why I'm... No. Wait a minute. Maybe that was... Um, I, I have an idea. Maybe. I think this was in November. I could go back and check. But maybe this was a warning for Trump being elected. Didn't the Simpsons call it too? Oh. Is Mothman in the Simpsons? That's a good question. I don't watch The Simpsons. Because if, if it's in The Simpsons, it's then right. Then it's real. I need... Okay, can someone please let us know? This is very important information. I must know immediately. If you find Mothman in The Simpsons, please give me the season and the episode number. Um, immediately, this is very urgent. You know the drill. Hyperfocuscast at gmail.com. This is very important. Imagine sirens going off. That's how important this is. Serve your people and serve your country. Do what's right and get us that footage. So there, there was that, but of course there's... Plenty of other ones. That one just got some attention because he said he had photos. Sure. Now, there's story after story, rabbit hole after rabbit hole and mm-hmm. encounters and all of that um, that we could go into with the Mothman. But we're going to get instead. We're just going to go straight to my favorite thing about this cryptid. I love it. Because, you know, otherwise, if I went over everything, it'd be an eight-hour episode, which I would not be against doing an eight-hour episode on Mothman if that's what the people want. I would do it. Maddie's shaking her head. I don't believe in Wearily. Mothman. I don't believe in Mothman. End of discussion. He's not real. You're dead to me. <laughs> All right, so what's your favorite story? I hope the Mothman comes and picks you up in his talons and takes you away and I never have to see you again. Well. But my favorite thing about this cryptid is Mothman culture. Yeah, why not? Because that's <laughs> a thing that exists, I guess. So, Point Pleasant has fully embraced the cryptid and many people there believe in him. Um, but also a lot of their culture revolves around the Mothman. Sure. So much so that Point Pleasant, West Virginia, this just like little tiny town, has become a tourist destination. There's a coffee shop and there are restaurants that sell Mothman-themed foods mm. and goodies. What is that? And like maggots? Like what do you... What no, there's like, there's like a pizza eat? where they like make a moth out of like mushrooms and peppers mm. and pepperoni. And I think there's, you know, like cookies so and it's like when you go to disney world exactly and you have exactly shaped ice cream what i'm exactly i think the moral of the story is mothman is to point pleasant as mickey is to florida mothman is to all of the world as mickey is to disney world he's that big of a deal to me fair enough um there is of course the absolutely shredded statue of mothman that i recently told you about oh, yep. i'm gonna show you here he is that is quite a six pack for this man. What is that? An eight pack? How many packs? It's like a six, and then there's like the two. There's two that are like flatter. Um, so an eight pack. 
Guys, do better. Step it up. I got to find a picture of the back of the statue. Oh, right. You told me about Mothman's butt. Mothman has got a butt. He is completely shredded. He is sculpted. He has... That is one heck of a booty. That is booty for days. Moth booty forever. My body too bootylicious. Mothman too bootylicious. That is two song references for me. Don't worry. You're on a roll. There's also a Mothman museum. And then there is my personal favorite... The annual Mothman Festival. (laughs) Of course, because why would we not throw a festival for Mothman? It has been held every third weekend of September since 2002. The festival commemorates the first sighting of Mothman. It includes live bands, TNT area bus tours, Mothman cosplay. Oh. That's big. That's fun. They have speakers like guest speakers there's a 5k and there's a whole bunch more and i really 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 want to go so girls trip it might replace our other planned girls trip that's all i'm saying but there's something about mothman culture that just really extends beyond point pleasant and Mm -hmm. i don't really know how to describe it either you you just get it or you don't and clearly you don't i don't get it at all basically at all Everyone who was a part of Mothman culture in any way, shape, or form, and I, I've coined that term. I don't, yeah, you know, it's not even really a term, but it could be. Y'all just got to make it one. Y'all just got to use it. Basically, everyone who is a part of this Mothman culture just loves the Mothman, and some people, like me, are just obsessed with him for absolutely no discernible reason. Mm. He's just the best. Full stop. End of sentence end of podcast could be now there's also a a, um there's a mothman app it is free in the app store it is run by the mothman museum um you can report mothman sightings oh boy um hold on i gotta pull it up this is legitimately one of my favorite apps ever it could use an update i will say that but there's all kinds of information about the mothman the sighting reports um first of all ladies and gentlemen bringers of chaos this app needs more interaction. Please go on to the sighting reports on this app. Um, I'm pretty sure it's just called Mothman. Or you can go to the festival's website and find it there. If you search Mothman, you'll find it. It's just a black square with the white outline of Mothman. Or a white silhouette of Mothman. Um, say, they say when your nose is itchy, someone's thinking about you. So someone's thinking really hard. Is it Mothman? No. I hope Mothman is thinking about How me. How could it be Mothman? He's not real. Shut your face and get out of my house. Yeah, for some reason, um, just just reading these comments, something I forgot to mention is that within this Mothman culture, Mothman is considered like a queer icon. He's considered like... A, I actually was going to ask that, to be completely honest. I just had this vibe. He's just an icon of like everything, yeah. basically. Every group claims him as like... Huh? He's an icon, except for... Well, we'll get it. We'll, we'll get there. Let's read some of these comments. Yeah, one of them said, genuine question, why is the Mothman... <laughs> why is the Mothman, he slash they, such a queer icon? I'm uh, queer and I instinctively knew this. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't put words to it. Can't wait to see the Mothman in September. Words. Can't wait to see the Mothman in September. This is going to be great. I wonder if Mothman's eyes change color depending on his mood. Do you think Mothman would be affected by mothballs? I think Mothy, oh, I love that. I think Mothy took 2020 and 2021 off too many disasters to warn people about. 
I don't remember. There, I took some screenshots of some. I was scrolling through them to see what I could find, but like I said, it needs more interaction and there's not really anything new since I've looked at it last. So let me pull up my screenshots. I've got the receipts. Hey guys, as a fellow Mothman enthusiast, please tag me if you see Mothman, he slash they. Tokyo drifting through Point Pleasant, LOL. Thank you, heart. <laughs> That's so polite. I don't know how the whole wow. he slash they thing started, but I love it. Yeah, what's um, the origin of that one? Yeah, how do we know Mothman's pronouns? Did someone talk to him? And why wasn't it me? She's personally offended. I am. By her lack of personal conversation with the moth- Mothman. If I built Mothman a moth mansion, do you think he would visit? No. The man, the moth, the legend. I like that one. This is my personal favorite. Is Mothman looking for a moth ma'am? <laughs> Did you post that? No. <laughs> I didn't post anything on here. Yet. Yet. Um, it could still happen. I hope to see y'all on there. Please get that app. Um, oh, there are also... Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Multiple Mothman songs and TikTok audios. Oh. Don't worry. I've saved them. They've saved them just for you. Oh, thank God. (laughs) I was going to be very upset. (laughs) Y'all need to do literally anything else with your life. Love that. Love that. Am I going to be Sexy Mothman for Halloween? Probably. Oh, I forgot all this. Beans, beans, yeah. Beans. Like, a while ago, someone put a bunch of cans of beans around the Mothman statue and just chanted beans. beans, 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 um, beans and then they apparently beans, 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 beans. just donated everything as a sacrifice to the Mothman. But this is my personal favorite Mothman oh song. This, this is how is people so are too. spending their 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 time on Earth. As they should. These are bold decisions. I hope Mothman people. comes for you. These are bold decisions. One last Honestly, thing. I do too. I hope Mothman comes for me. Take me. I hope he sweeps me off my feet and takes me away. Take me away. Take me away. Ask me to escape. <laughs> I think I messed up the words, but we got the idea. Anyway. One last thing before we finish up here. All right. This one is actually important. The petitions. I have already seen two positions. I have already seen two petitions for the exact same cause, both on change.org, I believe, to replace all Confederate statues with statues of the Mothman. Little in life would make me happier than if that were to happen. Truly. Now, one of them was trying to get 5,000 signatures, and one of them was trying to get 25,000, and they were both very close, but neither of them had made it. And they're both like a year or two old, and I say we revive them, and I also say we get that app, more interaction. This must be done. I'll put the links to them in the sources. They'll be the first two sources. This is absolutely necessary. Can you imagine if we replaced all Confederate statues with statues of Mothman? I guess if we aren't going to put statues of other great people mothman is i'd great. settle for mothman over a confederate statue mothman is great and he's not only man but he's also moth so he's more than a great man and he's more than a great moth 
Well, then I, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I just think I'd rather have like, I don't know. I, I wouldn't mind another Martin Luther King Jr. hanging around, you know? Are you trying to set me up? No, I'm just saying if, if, but my point is if we aren't going to be able to get statues of people who aren't Confederate soldiers or Confederate generals or Confederate anybody, and we must settle for something. I will settle for the Mothman in lieu if of... If we have Mothman statues, you are not settling. That is not settling. Agree to disagree maybe on that one? No, you're objectively wrong. And it's offensive, honestly. Am I getting canceled right now? Yeah. Everyone cancel Maddie for trying to cancel Mothman. I'm not canceling Mothman. I just don't think he's real. For hating on Mothman. She is denying his existence. I, I'm denying his human Mothman. rights. I'm not hating him. Well, you're denying. I didn't, I didn't deny him his human rights. Well, if you're saying he's not real, but it, if he's not real, then he has no human rights to be defied of. So if I don't think he's real, then you, there's no other conversation. That's about what him. I'm saying, Maddie. You are denying his human rights because you are denying his humanity. You are denying mm. that he needs to be respected as real mm. and significant to the culture. Well, cancel me then. Canceled. Hashtag canceled. I don't care about this one. If I get canceled over Mothman, so be it. It is what it is at that point. I can't change anything. Love Mothman with all my heart. And here you are disparaging him publicly. This is unacceptable. Everyone must decide what Maddie's punishment will be or what canceling her will look like. And please help me with it. To Mothman or not to Mothman? To Mothman is the answer. This is not a conversation. This is not an argument that anyone should be having. Okay. Well, then we don't have to argue anymore. (laughs) Mothman is 100% objectively real and amazing. Okay, he's real. He's objectively the best. He's objectively the best. And don't we all know that my opinions are the objective truth by now? You should by now. (laughs) Mothman's real, and I love him, and I take everything back that I've said for the past 40 minutes. I was about to get really excited, but then I realized you're just trying not to get canceled. Correct. So No, I'm just, nope, yep, that's it. Yeah. So that makes it even worse. Um, that was very performative. Oh, of well. you. Very performative activism, performative apology. So in the meantime, let's cancel Maddie. You can do that on our social medias. Yes, you can. But make sure to not cancel hyperfocus or to cancel me. We're just getting mad and angry. We're just getting mad and angry. Yes. That's a good, I'm that's ex- a good way to clarify. I, I was going to say angry at Maddie, but then I said mad at angry. It's okay. We're just getting angry at Maddie. So you know, you know the drill here. Let's, let's hit him with it. Instagram and TikTok. Hyperfocus pod. Twitter. Hyperfocus underscore pod. YouTube and Facebook. Hyperfocus colon a podcast for chaotic minds. And you know where to send us the Simpsons information. That is our email. Hyperfocuscast at gmail.com. Hit us with it. Hit us with the Mothman proof, please. Yeah, that'd be great. Mothman, if you're listening, I love you. I know you're out there. I'm sorry for how cringy this is for everyone <laughs> listening. Rachel's only sending a love the letter. The only one it's cringy for is to you. Mothman. No, it's not romantic. It's not it's not that kind of love. It's just kind of like you. It's just fangirling. Want to be you. You're the best. Life is better with you. But it's not romantic. Yeah. I think I like warm man better just to be <laughs> That's someone I can so, rally so, behind. So if worm man exists, do you think it's worm is Mo- did Mothman start as a worm baby? Do you think moths come from worms? Duh. 
For anyone not listening or watching on the YouTube and can't see my facial expression, I am well aware that moths are not... They don't come from worms. What do they come from, Maddie? They come from larvae. Larvae. I mean, caterpillars, but yeah. Um, So... I completely lost my train of thought because well, I, oh oh I remember if Worm Man existed, what would he look like? Like what worm parts would he have, and what man parts would he have? Un unknown. Would he have any limbs? Well, no. Would it just be the body of a worm and the with head the of a man f- with the face? Uh I will draw a picture. Uh, I'd prefer that you didn't. Well, I will. I don't think we've ever had any fan art. But I fear that we're gonna get like I love it. Do it. Rachel as Mothman and Maddie as Worm Boy. No, it's either Worm Baby or Worm Man. Worm Man is is just hard to say. Like it's not. It's like Worm Man. It's Wormin. I'm a Wormin. Shut off the podcast. Turn it off. (laughs) Turn it off. All right, guys. We will. uh, If you want to send us anything, I can't do this anymore. Catch us on our podcast. We're gonna run. Uh, But it's been a treat of a Monday, as always. You just ruined the episode. Anyway, stay chaotic, babes. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.